Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Chat and Chenoweth, where we break down the career of Kristen Chenoweth one role at a time. Um, Gabe, maybe we should just start over because you're you said I thought we already moved past this that we were that you were oh, already yeah. on the right page. Okay, no, no, I, yeah, I did it again. All right, just start over again from the beginning. Okay, uh, greetings, everyone, and welcome to Trends with Benefits. Uh, it's the show where we talk about trends. I'm here. I'm Gabe Dannon, and I'm here with my friends July Diaz. Hello. And Agata. Hi. Hello. And we have a really special guest with us today. Uh, he's a writer on Workaholics. He's on Shitty Jobs at UCB. Um, he's on a writer on an upcoming Evil Dead show that you just told us about, which is awesome. Uh, it's Sean Clements. Hi, it's me, Sean Clements, and hey. I like to be introduced as the host of Hollywood Handbook, please. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll just we'll just edit it in there. No, later. no, 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 no. I like it. This is more organic. <laughs> but I just feel like you guys have captured the podcast listening audience and that's really what I'm aiming to get. Right, right, right. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> most of our audience is just your audience. Well, even them, <laughs> I'd like them to know that. I mean, it's almost better to introduce <laughs> me that way to those people that's true. because I'm sorry. I, I missed the most important no, part. No, no, Don't be sorry. <laughs> you know, we're all learning every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, yeah, I'm really Thank happy so to much. be here. Well, Hayes did it, so I had to do it. Yeah. Because I got so jealous and so mad. <laughs> you were jealous? And I said, yes, and I was like, how did this happen? Like, did they ask you and not ask me? And I was very upset. Well, we, we asked Hayes because he made it really clear that he wanted to be on the show. Like, he, he was honestly kind of throwing a little bit of a fit about it. I mean, Hayes is a big Kristen Chenowitz fan. <laughs> so originally he wanted to be on that show. Oh, right. But we weren't doing that show first. I saw her in Wicked. <laughs> that was on, on stage? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought she was bad in it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why we didn't contact you. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, but this is, I mean, this plays into, honestly, something to give everybody a peek into. It's not really behind the curtain, but it's before we press record. Agata was talking about not liking when people talk to her on planes, and I said that never happens to me. And it's the same way I think I don't get invited to be on podcasts. I don't get talked to on planes. I think I'm very cold seeming. No. Yeah, because Hayes, big head, warm <laughs> face, mm-hmm. <laughs> genuine mm-hmm. seeming. Yeah. I don't have any of that going on. No, you have a tiny head. <laughs> tiny head, little pea brain in mm-hmm. there. And it does seem like sometimes, yeah, there's a little hint of sarcasm. I'm, I, yeah, I'm a nasty, nasty man. <laughs> but it's great. Yes, we're so glad to have you here. Um, Thank you. And, and yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're just, you know, trying to get all the cool people on our show by waiting until they ask us yeah, to have them on the yeah. show. That's basically been our strategy so far, and it's worked out pretty well, so thanks for coming. It's great. I mean, it's, it's a great way, and you establish a baseline. People are coming to the show to hear you guys right? because of the way you've done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, if there's somebody else there, oh, great. Right. Introduce them to them, too. Mm-hmm. But that was always our idea with Hollywood Handbook, and that's why we almost never have guests that people want. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. All of our guests have been great. Our guests have been great. But we're all out of them. So if you guys have a line on any other guests, yeah, we're all out. All Um, all the people that I can text and ask or email and ask, I've used them up. 
We have. So um, who do you got for me? Do you know? Uh, you know the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. Um, so you do you know the piano player on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, Laura, Laura Hall. Hall. Yeah. Uh, she used to come on the show, but we don't have she. Uh, we, we got, would love to have Laura Hall. I mean, is that what you're driving at? She was a real bitch, if we're going to be honest. She's nasty? Yeah. She's nasty, but uh, since we needed someone to continue playing the piano for our famous hoedown segment, we created a robot version of Laura Hall. So if you wanted to have our uh, piano-playing robot, Robo Laura Hall, on the show... That's I could see an upcoming episode of Hollywood Handbook <laughs> that says that's titled Robot Laura Hall. <laughs> Our close friend. Yeah, I could see Hello, that being I'm better. Robo Laura Hall. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, she's in the room right now. Yeah. That yes, this already feels better than a lot of what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Robo Laura Hall. She Hello. likes to greet everyone twice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's sort of the way I do uh, impressions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm to make sure it lands, I always do the line twice. Yeah. So like if my so here's an impression that I do. This is no accent Borat. Okay. But hold on, because I'm gonna do it twice. Okay. Yeah. It's nice, my wife. It's nice, my wife. <laughs> and I it feel does. like the first time it doesn't always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was way funnier the second. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, I I get distracted in between. Mm-hmm. The line, the impression read, and then you say it the second time, and I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Gives now. you time to connect the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It does sort of make me wonder, like, uh, maybe if they had just stripped away the like cheap make fun of foreigners aspect of Borat and just made him an American, um, you know, there could have been some some other comedy to mine in that movie. Yeah, well, check out this. How about no accent Austin Powers? Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah, baby. Shagadelic. Yeah, baby. Shagadelic. <laughs> that kind of thing. And the second one bad. really got July. Because I, I pictured it. Yeah. What's trending in your life right now? In my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Because um, tra- um, Hayes was talking about his shower in his episode. Which, oh, which he was, oh, right. <laughs> He's that's right. He's retiling his shower. Yeah, he had a real stick up his ass about... <laughs> Like combo shower. I know. I'm, people were really offended about his comment. Um, honestly, well, that's I what I. That's what I grew up with. Me too. I don't right. know. He's silver spoon in his mouth, man. <laughs> I'll tell you all that friendly face, but I, I know it was a, a real slap in the face. Uh, I. What's trending in my life? I don't have anything going on with my shower. It works great. Okay. As always, uh, I have too many cats. Uh, you know, I have five of them. Five cats. How did that happen? So I adopted a cat. Well, when I moved to LA, I was living alone for the first time and I had had a roommate who was allergic to animals in New York, so I could never have a pet. So I was like, great, I'm going to get a pet. I got a cat, Mm -hmm. but then they were like, you have to take the sister, uh, after I had already adopted the one and been like, I'm only getting one, (laughs) even though they really pressure you to get two. Right. But then once I got one, they were like, you got to get two. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to be separated. Uh, and I could see that. So I took both of them. So then I had two. Then I fell in love. Oh. As, you know, we all do, uh, hopefully, at some point. And uh, <laughs> the, the woman of my dreams had four cats that she was fostering. 
one of them got adopted out, and the other three I think she just had for long enough that she was like, I don't want to adopt these out. So then she had three, I had two, which I still contend makes her the problem. Yeah, she I believe more. if we had four, <laughs> we'd still be defensibly sane. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense. But So then yeah. we moved in together. Okay. It's and a, now yeah, we it's have like five. It's like a Brady Bunch cat situation. It is like that. I mean, almost I should have one more, really. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and it is, and it is also like that because I had two girls and she had three boys. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's something that I'm always dealing with. We've had a pretty big breakthrough recently where we lock the girls in the kitchen at night now Mm -hmm. because, um, Cricket would wake us up at mm, 5.30 a.m. And one time woke me up. Uh, Chinatown style with a claw inside my nose pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting on my chest, just pulling out on my nose like she's going to split it. Um, And at that point, it was like, okay, we have to find some way. Is that how she got the name Cricket? By waking you up? (laughs) No, I named her first. Um, It wound up suiting her. Mm -hmm. As so often happens with names. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just a prediction. I think think July has really grown into his name. Hey, here's Mm -hmm. something neat. In order to get here, I had to turn right onto June Street, so I went June, July. (laughs) Right. Yes. Uh, I changed the name of the street. Oh, (laughs) when you started doing the podcast. Yep. Oh, that's nice. That's where most of the donor money went to. Because we have donors on this show. Oh, really? Yeah. What's that like? It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> they fund everything. Mm-hmm. All the snacks and stuff you see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a nice little cracker spread out there. And I didn't even see that little <laughs> muffin. Look at that puppy dog. Oh, yeah. He's so Louis. sweet. There's Louie. <laughs> quiet and well-behaved. He is fast asleep. Wow. He does not even care that we're doing this right now. Um, um, yeah. uh, Sean, do you um, consider yourself someone who keeps up with trends like what's trending and hot and fresh i don't think that i'm on the bleeding edge gabe i i I don't think that i'm uh always aware of what's going on i try to have a sense of it but i don't watch the news right it bums me out (laughs) um Mm -hmm. i was uh texting today with someone about the phrase on fleek Uh uh-huh what is that? You, you don't know that? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like the least aware of. What's you're going so on. you're less aware than me, and then I'm certainly less aware than Agata, <laughs> right. and then Agata can't even touch July. Yeah. No, I know what on fleek is. July yeah. is Wait, July I, is spending all his time surfing like the dark web. So he the knows dark web. He's on the deep the web. web. The deep web. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. But I'm I'm the one who knows like this teenager slang. That's which true. I feel like I'm always. Oh, teaching that's your you area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, so what is this? Twitter? On fleek just means like on point, basically. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. So what? Why? Um, like it's if you're giving someone a compliment and you say your shirt is on fleek. Okay, yeah. I I sort of I meant like why does that phrase mean that? What it, I like mean, what why are, does anything mean? What's anything? the origin of it? You're you're asking too probing of a question, Gabe. I don't know <laughs> the origin. Uh, I know that it's. Now getting like morphed a little bit, and people will say that something is fleeking. I hate that. Um, here's what I don't like because this is how the on fleek came up. You guys know about this 
Yas. Mm-hmm. People saying yas yeah. and writing yas. Yeah. That's like a gay culture thing, though. Okay, but it has it no longer is. Right. And on fleek, I feel like gets used by people that I know, but used with an ironic <laughs> level of detachment that indicates they know that word's not really for them. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that they're using it. Yeah. But yas <laughs> seems to be getting used. Very genuinely. Okay. I see and I where think you're it's going. bad. Yas. Like, I think it's stupid. Does yeah. yas just mean yes? But it means yes, but it's like celebratory. Uh, like, it's, it's like people, all caps. Yes. And it's like, uh, <laughs> like four A's and three S's. So it's like, yas. Um, so you're just really excited about something. Yas. Mm-hmm. And then you like post whatever photo of a Lady thing Gaga. you're excited about. Yeah, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. most frequently. Yeah. Um, I'm not into it. Well, how do you guys feel about it? <laughs> um, I don't use it. I also don't use on fleek, but I just like to be aware of what's going on. I'm pro Yas and on fleek. You like Yas. Yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, cause it's not, it, you know, I, I just keep seeing it pop up and I just like, I can get on board for on fleek mm-hmm. almost because it's stupider. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mostly use it on 4chan. Uh-huh. I like to go in the random board and just like troll the shit out of all of the people on there. <laughs> you know? Great job. So they don't troll me first. Oh, yeah. Because I don't like getting trolled on. Oh, man. <laughs> You're speaking my language. Yeah. Now. Yeah. That's, I mean, again, that's why I'm always mean mugging everybody. <laughs> you know, that's why mm-hmm. nobody talks to me on a plane. Yeah. Like they're getting shut down before they can shut me down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the slang terms only exist in my house when we're voicing our cats. Mm-hmm. Like our, we have one cat who says on fleek a lot, oh, okay. but I don't say it. Right. And we have one cat who says yas a lot. I don't like it. It's just it's just their personality. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you about something that was trending in your previous life. Uh, Project <laughs> Improviser. Oh, okay. What do you want to know? I just want to ask one question. I'm not going to give any setup for any listener of this show. They need to look up what Project no, Improviser it, is. Don't do it. I'm not. <laughs> no, uh, I'm telling them, don't look it up. No, please that. look it up. I, I'm a fan. Uh, what's the worst challenge that you had to do on that show, in your opinion? Well, the worst design challenge... I have two answers. The worst mm-hmm. design challenge was the sketch challenge because... You, the challenge should have been that we all got the same sketch. Mm-hmm. We all had a single script, and we had to find a new way to like uh, stage and imagine it and perform it and bring something to it as performers and improvisers. I like think the that, chair. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that, yes, which I loved. Yeah. Um, we love the chair. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Man, just one of the best TV viewing Amazing. experiences. I. Oh, they're doing a second season, right? They are? I so. I, I'd heard that they are. We just um, finished. We've been watching it for months now, but we just finished the oh, show. Oh, yeah. I, I hope they have Drew Monson as the next person who's going to make a movie. He's the guy who's in Shane Dawson's movie. Oh, the, the other YouTube guy? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yes, I loved it. It was one of the best TV shows I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a great Did you watch filmmaking the, the documentary. Movies? Um, I have not watched the movies. Oh, man. We haven't either. I've seen the trailers for the movies, but I haven't watched <laughs> them yet. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I need to. I mean, the one, I mean, Anna's 
kind of to me just looks sort of boring. It looks so boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and his looks well, that so was, ridiculous. What was amazing has how much you love the show, but you're not rooting for anyone. Neither. Of no. Them. Like yeah. you're not. They're both awful. But they did that on purpose. I feel like they really just crafted it to make like look at these to- two horrible people, and they're both doing a really shitty job of this. I don't know that that was the intention. <laughs> I mean, really? certainly it was supposed to look difficult, but because there are points where I was like. Oh gosh, I hate Shane. Yeah. Go Anna. I, like she's like an indie artist. I'm gonna love this. Um, and then there were other points where I was like, well, at least Shane is like decisive and has a voice. His crew seemed to love him. Right. Like I was like, people really That's enjoyed true. the experience of working on his film. Whereas with Anna, <laughs> people did not <laughs> they like hated her. her. Mm-hmm. They hated her. Yeah. Yeah, somebody showed his bare ass in his film. Yeah, that was one of the somebody producers on the crew. Yeah, of the movie. Yeah, one of the producers of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, so it's it's very interesting. So I should see them both, so I have a fuller opinion. But anyway, I thought that that's what the sketch challenge should have been because the quality of the sketches, I think, determined the winner. I think the guys that won that um, competition had the funniest written sketch, mm-hmm. uh, and also like, what did it? I don't know. I don't know what it was showing, like what skill set you were showing uh, by doing different. My, the sketch I got, I didn't think it was very good. Uh, and I hope the person who wrote it isn't listening. And, I, you know, it was a class sketch. And if you are listening, then I'm sure you've learned a lot since. And, and maybe I'm wrong, too. I'm wrong a lot. So anyway, <laughs> the other challenge was just going and asking for people for money, money. on the street was yep. very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and here's an interesting thing. If I had won that challenge, I would not have been eliminated that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the difference, I came in second, and the difference in uh, money between me and the winner was like $40. Wow. And he had gotten to the theater right before me, and Greg DeSantis, who had been on the show and been eliminated already, saw him, and he got there like, Nick got there two minutes before and just said, like, Greg, we're doing this challenge where they're making us ask for money. And Greg just gave Nick all the money in his wallet. <laughs> what? And then I showed up. And when I saw Greg, I was like, hey, we're doing this challenge. And he was like, oh, I didn't even think I would. I just gave my money to Nick. Yeah. And that would have been the difference. Damn. Wow. <laughs> That's um, horrible. So uh, that was like a very difficult challenge to do. And then I also thought that I won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was sure that I was going to win and then I wound up losing in a pretty devastating way too so that was tough um, Project Improviser yeah. what a ride yeah look it up not going to give you any context of what I'm embarrassed by it but Why? you know it made me <laughs> I think it's great Yeah, it's I great. think it's a great uh, time capsule of what should be brought back I think it should be Brought back. Yeah, they should do. They should do it again, and they the tried to do it of again. The chair should bring it back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, John, I think John Flynn is out here now, mm-hmm. and um, I know that he like took meetings about it. I think at one point Lisa Kudrow watched it and really liked it, mm-hmm. and she's like a big supporter of improv. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were like trying to get something going, but I guess like just never really long form improv doesn't translate to film. Well, like it just doesn't, there's never been a good televised, like short form is cool. Cause it's games. It's like, whose line. It's like so easy to get the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that can be so cool about long form is like seeing the inception of this idea and the way it sort of winds up in real time, integrating with something else that happens. And you just don't, I feel like you don't trust your eyes watching 
a filmed thing that it's really happening in that moment yeah. when it feels mm-hmm. when when a really great show happens and it feels like a play almost where it's like oh wow it's so elegantly like dovetailed with what they were talking about before yeah i don't think it like seems that cool when it's filmed because you're like yeah somebody taped it it yeah. just is yeah it's all on. written when you're in the room yeah. you're like part of it yeah. right Definitely. Um, have you seen Lisa's show, The Comeback? Uh, yes, I have. Although I haven't watched the second season yet, but um, I really, really like good. it. Yeah, really good. We're big fans. <laughs> it seems very. I mean, I don't know how much of it is improvised, but it kind of has that feel to it. Uh, like. Yeah, I think there's. Um, I, I. I mean, I know that a lot of the people they wind up hiring to do the show are improvisers, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm sure that they give them room to do stuff like that. Yeah. It's a good show. They they did have a, a sequence in the second season where she does uh, sign up for Groundlings classes. Oh, yeah. And to hilarious effect, yeah. of course. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, um, I agree. And, and if you, you know, are ever in L.A. and get a chance to see shitty jobs, of course, like, you guys are, like, the best team. Yeah. I always have fun um, going to that show. Oh, thank I, you. That was actually uh, the first long-form improv show I ever saw was oh, Shitty wow. Jobs when I first moved to L.A. It was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, those guys are so funny. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun show to do. I believe we are now still occupying the space of the show that teachers tell their students not to go and see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, is something of a compliment, too, because when I was uh, in classes in New York, they told us not to go see Cat. Because mm-hmm. right. they were like, it's not, quote, good improv. Right. Like, it's people fucking with each other. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Can I curse on this thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's people like, yeah, uh, screwing with each other. It's like a bunch of friends who are not trying to do a really patient, form-driven show. Right. Uh, and so, and that that is true of our show. We're all doing it. Right. For fun, I think those guys are just the funniest dudes in the world, and I, I just have, especially now that the time is not so late, used to be 11 every week for years. What time mm-hmm. is it on now? It's 9.30 now. On Sundays? Yeah, okay. which is awesome yeah. for me. And um, it's at Franklin still? Yeah, at okay. the Franklin Theater. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, but... The show, it was just like we had all moved out from New York around the same time and uh, threw together that group and I've been very, very fortunate. I feel like we got in right before the theater was completely saturated mm-hmm. uh, right. with like there's just no real estate to even put up a show anymore because the schedule's so packed. I mean, now there's a new theater, right. but anyway, uh, thank you for your mm-hmm. nice words about the show. Uh, it is very fun, although <laughs> I just... Yeah, I'm talking about it because I was just saying how improv can be so cool in long form when it elegantly dovetails with it. Right. That's not what we do. Right. Like, right. it's a lot of, we very frequently tag out of a scene that's not working and say like, so about your commercial for hot dogs. <laughs> and we just always make it that whatever bad scene you were watching was a commercial for some product. <laughs> right. It's a lot of the same moves over and over again. Yeah, either commercials or a TV script that's bad. It's or a, a movie yes, script that's bad. Yes, it's a bad script. We mm-hmm. do it. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not tired of it. You're like pipping each other out all We're the time. Intentionally <laughs> making it more yeah. difficult for everyone to do when someone will very clearly set up exactly what they want you to do <laughs> in a scene and will yeah. just smile and make the exact opposite move and make it very hard for them to do it. Also, any scene you're told not to do where you're told very specifically not to do transaction scenes because mm-hmm. they're boring and difficult most of the time. And we do three of them every <laughs> show like uh we just really like doing 
the stuff that we weren't allowed to do for so long and it just makes it it's just like whatever is fun to you that's yeah uh and and again those guys are so funny like uh ben schwartz and ben rogers and dc and and dominic uh and appel like they're all so funny that uh, I feel like they're allowed to do a transaction scene because it's going to be funny even though right, the right. structure of the scene doesn't lend itself to being successful. They're just going to like say some, write some hilarious line on their feet that works. <laughs> yeah. um, That's true. Uh, but yes, I had heard, I, I had heard no one's ever said it to mm. me, but... <laughs> From other students that, like, in their class, the teachers are like, don't go see that show. That's just, <laughs> it's all bad habits. Well, I had Ben <laughs> Rogers as my teacher, and he was saying the same thing, too. Yes. Not, not like, don't go see my show, but just, like, this isn't an example of what you should be watching for Herald format. You know? Yeah, certainly not for Herald format. And I've also heard that teachers have said very disparaging things about the show <laughs> that were more negative, um, and I'm always eager to hear that and I just gobble that stuff right up and I love to hear it and I, I haven't I, heard anything haters. like that I love my haters <laughs> and they inspire me my haters make me strong that's a great attitude um yeah thank you for answering all of our improv questions yeah. oh thanks for uh <laughs> being interested in what I had to say yeah um later on in the show we'll have Laura uh Robo Laura Hall uh read off some hot trends um, and July will do his funny pages, which is I'm very excited for that. Fun. I'm a big funny pages guy. And then we'll wrap everything up with a traditional whose line is it anyway style hoedown, which everybody just keeps writing us and telling us just more like one isn't enough. Probably the most popular segment we have, I'd say. Um, second only to uh, Ask Agata, which is uh, our number one most popular trend. Will you play that Ask Agata intro, July? Ask Gata is meant for an adult audience. Adult audience. Ask Gata may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. What? Gata, board certified addiction medicine. I love that intro. I learned how to cut together intro back in the old radio days when I was working with all those guys, Kimmel and Carson Daly and everyone back in the old K-Rock days. Your boys. My boys. The screw crew. The screw. That's what we called ourselves. Um, so yeah, that's why that intro is so awesome. It sounds great. Uh, this question comes from Plain Jane. Dear Agata, I'm a very plain person and I don't enjoy shopping. I would like to add a little more style to my appearance. Any advice on how I can look cooler or learn to be more stylish? Any tips for making shopping less painful? Oh, you asked the right person on this one. Did, Plain Jane. Did she? Right? You're a stylish young lass, oh, gal. Thank, thank you, Gabe. It's very sweet. <laughs> um, so this person wants to know how to get more stylish. Um, I would say probably just pick someone that you think is cool and um, kind of emulate what they're doing. And uh, I just mean that like clothes-wise, hair, attitude, um, job, dog, all that stuff, um, and then kind of just adopt it as your own, um, and then you too can be cool. Who did you pick? Lady Gaga. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. She's, she's really on fleek lately, isn't she, guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she is. Is fleek, is that short for Fleet Week? Is because people love Fleet Week? 
So no. Is that boats? No. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know, but definitely not. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So that that's your advice to somebody yeah. is to just find someone cool and emulate them. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Gabe? I mean, I'm not I am not a good dresser, so I'm I'm taking advice as well. So like if is I Is this your question, Gabe? Uh, it could be. It could very well have been because I'm always wondering how I can look cooler. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll take it. Okay. Um, I think. Who do I think is cool? Obama. <laughs> yeah. I could see you looking pretty natty in some of uh, Obama's like wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. Suit. American flag pin. Maybe like a Nikes or something. I don't know what he wears when he's not wearing his presidential outfit. He's mostly in suits. You'd be wearing a lot more suits. Okay. Which is a look. I mean, people do it. But I could also, like, say that I think Mitch Hedberg was really cool. Like, I could go in the opposite direction. Okay. (laughs) Either would work. Yeah. That seems closer to what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, with your rose-colored glasses you have on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a shorter road because you have, yeah, you do have those big old aviators. Yeah. yeah. Never without my aviators. Mm-hmm. Always looking down. Yeah, you're always looking away from us <laughs> when you're talking to the mic. <laughs> um, July, what do you think? Uh, I agree with you. You should emulate the person that uh, you think is cool, wear their clothes for a short period of time. I was uh, emulating the character Guy from Street Fighter Alpha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of wore just ninja attire for uh, guy. Yeah, guy. Oh. I don't know guy. Not guile. Not guile. <laughs> guy, because I could see that really working for you. Oh, you think so? The large broom hairstyle and the <laughs> camo pants and yeah, dark green tattoo. Tank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, guy, he was more of a, like a laid back ninja character. He only appeared in. The Alpha series, he had mm. some red Nikes on. After my time. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Well, that's the guy I thought was cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're right. So you guys both agree with me? I don't, I don't know enough to agree with okay. you I, or disagree with you. Sean, so what I'm, do you think? Um, yeah, you, you, I think that's pretty good advice to be inspired by someone who you like their style. Why not try to you know, get some percentage of that for yourself? Um, but I, I'm not the best person to ask. I mean, emulate someone, be open to taking advice. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to girls, the TV about show what they like. Right. Yes. <laughs> Cause they got some cool fashions in that show. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and get some advice from people, which is what plain Jane is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's already on the right track. Yeah, she's already on the right track. But I think for me, first of all, for a long time I was dressing on a real budget. So I had five versions of the same T-shirt and then five versions of the same hoodie and then four pairs of pants, two dark jeans and two light jeans. <laughs> And that was what I owned. <laughs> right. And then I started dating someone who was like, let's get you more clothes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 
sort of opened me up a little bit to uh, the kind of stores I could go to that would be helpful and the kind of things I could try. And I still had my own opinions. I would go, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable in this. So I hemmed closely to what I was already comfortable with, but just opened up my world a little bit. So okay. be open to changing a little bit and doing something that maybe you wouldn't have necessarily looked at immediately and said, oh, that's me. Well, find out if it's you. Right. Don't so, go too crazy too fast. <laughs> Done that too. I got tricked yeah. by a sales lady once into buying a shirt, <laughs> sort of a silky shirt with like a, <laughs> like a sunflowers on it basically. And I, and I wore it once and I've never been so uncomfortable in my life. I wore it to an improv class and people were asking me about it. They were like, what's going on for you? Like, why do you have that on? Like, what was your goal? And uh, I didn't have a good answer. It was literally some sales lady was like, try this. And I put it on and I walked out and she was like, that looks great. That's so cool. And I was like, I'll take it. And then I realized I'm never going to be able to wear this. And it was a great lesson for me to, if something's a little bit bold, I go, am I actually going to put this on and leave the house right. and feel good and not feel like everyone's looking at my crazy shirt. <laughs> um, do you still own that shirt? No, it's okay. gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have to say I, I do completely agree with Sean in this situation, you know, find someone you trust and take their advice. I went through much the same thing with my girlfriend. Um, but then again, yeah, the, the just emulating someone is, you know, right for someone, uh, that person may be thinking that you're aping their style Hayes recently bought the same backpack that I've had the entire time I've known him. Oh, no. How and do you feel? Does is there it, a rift now? I'm getting a new backpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's time. I, but I've had it for... I, I, it's not the entire time I've known him, but a few years. And now... And he got it. And look, it's a Herschel backpack. It's standard. A lot of people have it. But he got the exact same color, and <laughs> he knows me. <laughs> So uh, he is going to listen to this and and hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think that Gabe's right. You can emulate to a certain extent, but I would say try to boil it down to don't go. I'm going to get those exact same jeans they have. Go. What do I like about the jeans they have? How can I? Maybe they're dark. Maybe they're skinny. Maybe they're got a flare to them. Maybe they're all weathered and holes in them. Mm -hmm. You go, I'm going to get a pair of jeans with holes in them because that's what I like, but not the same thing. Get something, you know, that person adjacent. Right. Um, In terms of the question they were asking about, like, how do I make shopping easier? Like the actual process of shopping. Buy everything on the internet. Right. That's easy. You might want to try it on though. Nah. You don't have to. I mean, you can't if you buy it online. <laughs> but if they send it to you, you put it on, you can send it back. It's easy. Oh, yeah. I don't send things back. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't ever send things back steps. either. I just, I'd rather just throw it out than deal with that. You're rich, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. <laughs> all, my, uh, in it. all my online clothes go to a P.O. box, so I never get it. You, you, never, che- <laughs> you never check but your you P.O. But you do box? order them? Oh, yeah. Is it your P.O. box? It's not my P.O. box. <laughs> that may be why. <laughs> Do you know whose it is? Yeah. Whose is it? It's uh, the guy who was uh, shaped for the animation of Guy from Street Fighter Alpha. Oh, really? The real, the real guy, He was the if motion you will. capture guy. <laughs> What's his name? It's Guy. Oh, right. Guy Fury. <laughs> 
Okay, I mean, you were being so coy. It's like, we kind of know. Yeah. I mean, he's changed now, obviously. I mean, Guy Fieri is not that far from Guile in terms of his head. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. And his penchant for sonic booming people. Oh, so much sonic booming happening in the kitchens of uh, Guy Fieri's restaurant. Donkey sauce, baby. <laughs> The Roast of Justin Bieber. Mm. That's trending. That's tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it happened already. Well, right, but it's airing tomorrow, right? I'll tell right. you what, I didn't get invited. You didn't? But I've worked for Comedy Central for three years. Right. So you're angry about it? It doesn't make sense to me. Have you been invited to previous roasts? No, but other people I work with get invited. Like, other writers on the show get invited, and somehow I'm not on that list. Mm. Mm. So, I don't like that, that at sucks. all. Mm, maybe it's the mean mugging that you're doing. That's, I think it is. I gotta anything. be warmer. If Hayes yeah. had my exact same job, he probably would have been sitting in the front row. Front row. Camera would cut to him after Snoop Dogg would lay a good roast joke. Hayes would be barely laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's sounds about right. Yeah. I can picture it. If Just anything, all the I screen like time is cuts to haze. They should be going for people with mean mugs. I mean, they're roasting the, haze. Ro- <laughs> roast <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, haze is here. All right. <laughs> He's getting the business. Um, I like the roasts. I, I always have roasts. fun with the roasts. Yeah, because me too. Mm-hmm. Nothing's sacred. They can be funny and fun. Yeah, I like how um, nothing's off limits. And it seems in this age of political correctness, so many jokes are out of bounds, but not at the roasts. Right. Well, what's funny about this is it sounds like Justin Bieber was begging for this roast for years. And Comedy Central turned him down and we're like, we don't have enough material. Now, Now they have enough material. I've heard bad things about him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he's notoriously... Um, unpleasant i think i think that's what most of the jokes will be about is his like is how you know he's famous for not being nice to snl cast members mm-hmm. and so wait on. who right the, I, bieber was nasty when he hosted snl he oh. was really mean to everybody oh is I didn't what hear i've that. heard okay i mean that's not surprising but i didn't hear I love Bieber, so I'm not going to associate myself with any of these comments <laughs> or rumors. I think he's very talented. Yeah. I, yeah. That's one thing that I think gets lost in the, all this discussion is that he's a true talent and he's just great looking. Uh, he gets booed at the Staples Center. Uh, when I go to Clippers games, they'll cut to the famous people in the audience on the Jumbotron <laughs> and, and multiple times they've cut to Bieber and the whole place starts booing him. Are you sure yeah. they're not saying Biebs? Biebs? Yes. They're trying to say beebs, but they can't formulate the word. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and then other people think the other people are saying boo, but they're really saying beebs. Okay, so, all right. So here's a scenario that could be happening, is there's a very small contingent of people who are doing the boo beeb, the beebs thing that mm-hmm. you described, mm-hmm. and that... Everyone else is taking their cue off of those people who are failing to form the word they want to and booing him. Yeah. That's possible, but I've not seated close enough to that group if that's the case. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I can't vouch for it. Well, 
I've been there, and I've definitely been in the group saying Biebs. <laughs> okay. Which game? Uh, Lakers, Spurs. Did anybody dunk? Oh, I was saying Clippers games. <laughs> he was there for a Lakers game, too. The Clippers game you went to was Lakers-Spurs. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Clippers didn't show up. Spurs showed up. <laughs> Got to get an L.A. basketball team yep. in your stat. Wait, the Spurs filled in for the Clippers? Yep. <laughs> so the Clippers were going to play the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know when they do that every once a year where... Yeah, there's one grab bag team, like there's one mystery <laughs> surprise team mm-hmm. where you just show up prepped for one team. Every, I mean, every team at one point shows up to a game mm-hmm. and a surprise team is there. Yeah. So they're scheduled to play whatever, the Portland Trailblazers, and then instead it's like the Brooklyn. Yeah, you don't remember Agata? That yeah. one year was just Shaquille on one team by himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you don't remember that yet? I do remember that. Totally. It was around the time Kazam came out. <laughs> So, w- Justin Bieber was at the game you were at. Were there any other celebrities there? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Nicholson's always there, right? Denzel. Denzel's there, too. The greatest actor of all time. Podcast, baby. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, one time, Hayes and I went to a, a Lakers game. We got we were given courtside seats by a friend of ours. So we're sitting in the wow. courtside seats and we're we're loving it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been right. this close to the action. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am looking at the two seats next to us, which are a little bit more center court. And I go, nobody's been in these all games. So let's move over. So we move over and the usher comes over to us and says, you can't sit in those seats because those seats belong to Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, well... He's not here. And she was like, yes, but he'll watch the game at home. (laughs) And if he sees someone in his seats who he didn't give his tickets to, he will call Mm -hmm. and say, why is there someone in my seats? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're the greatest actor of all time, period, you're going to spend your time calling up stadiums to ask why people are sitting in the seats that you're not sitting in. Even when you're on set. Well, I guess you take everything to the most extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it means to be the greatest actor of all time. Do you think that he caught a glimpse of you guys in those seats and called about it? I hope not. I hope he's not tracking me man on fire style. <laughs> oh, he definitely is. Well, that's bad news for me. You don't want to get equalized. What Next is, trend, baby. Another, <laughs> what is that a reference to? He is in that movie, The Equalizer. Uh, yeah, it was like a really smart action movie because yeah. he was like reading books. Okay. Yeah. okay. Reading books and taking names. I did have one uh, one roast joke I would have done. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shoot. Oh, yeah. lay it on yeah. me. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I would, uh, I would be like, uh, Selena, Selena Gomez is here. Spring break. Spring Break, and then I would have referenced that movie. Okay, like, that's the, that's the whole joke, right? You might have wanted to write for the Franco roast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that would have worked too. I yeah. think there were a bunch of Selena Gomez jokes in the roast, or at least I heard about. There probably were some, but maybe not that one. Yeah. Oregon's pink chicken mystery solved. Owner explains. Oregon's pink chicken mystery was solved. 
explains owner. What is the pink chicken mystery? It's a couple of pink chickens. Just out of nowhere? They're pink? Out of nowhere, or just pink in Oregon. So it says that it was explained. Mm-hmm. What was the explanation? They fell into some food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an Easter trend. Yeah. A week early. They fell into food coloring? Yep. Okay. They had a, this was on a farm in Multnomah County. And they had a, I guess the, the owner of the farm had a big old bucket of food coloring lying around. And For what? <laughs> For coloring eggs? Uh, to color his beets. What? Beets are already red. What is going on? This is a crazy trend. Not this golden is beets. He was growing golden beets he- trying to sell them as red beets. Mm-hmm. <gasps> is that oh, true? That's a big scam. I've heard of this. I mean, it doesn't say it here in this news article, but I'm sure that's what the case was. It's just implied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to say, this is one of the worst trends <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just picture pink chickens. Okay. (laughs) That's not enough to be trending worldwide? Okay, you got me. (laughs) He had to walk me all the way to it, but I'm there. Yeah, so these chickens got loose. They were running around the town. The townsfolk were like, what are these pink chickens? The chickens were just... food coloring. Yeah. (laughs) They were running around the town? That's rotten luck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So this farmer basically got exposed as one of these beet frauds. Mm-hmm. They were completely head to toe pink. <laughs> There's a photo here if you want to see. Yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah. They didn't fall in. <laughs> well, he the, dunked them. Well, the photo isn't of them falling in. But it's... You don't get food color. Like, like they didn't, like... Cause they're live birds. Like, if they got halfway into the food coloring, they're going to be trying to keep their head out. They're going to be flopping around. If they actually get fully submerged, they're going to be so wet that they probably drowned in it. Mm-hmm. So the dude colored his chickens pink. <laughs> I, also failed, I also failed to notice, uh, let you guys know, these are ghost chickens. So they are dead. They, they drowned in the food coloring. Mm-hmm. Now they're ghosts, and now they're pink ghosts. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like in Super Mario World, where some of the ghost boos are pink? Mm-hmm. Same case. So they're terrorizing the town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we should have saved okay, this trend yeah, for should. Halloween, because... <laughs> it's a little bit spooky for yeah. my taste. I think you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's pretty clear that we don't really want to discuss this kind of stuff in front of me. Mm-hmm. How much of your... Like frame of reference uh, is video game center. Well, yeah, Nintendo games. Yeah, <laughs> just for this episode. Just this episode. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's not next true. episode will be something different. I'm sure. Okay, I look forward to it. I do too. Chickens, pink on the inside, white on the outside. Let's keep them the way they are. feeling a little bit sad. Uh, I had a vacation in Florida last week and I'm back now and I just have to deal with all of the responsibilities of life again. And that's got me down. Okay. Well, I have the perfect way to cheer you up. You ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to read a comic. And we have a guest here. 
and you're going to be able to choose which comic we read. Great. Okay, so we got three choices. You got to choose between Kathy, Rex Morgan, or Pluggers. This is a tough. I don't know Pluggers. I think in honor of my mom, I'm going to choose Kathy because her name's Kathy. Oh. And so that'll swing it because I don't know Pluggers, I'm sorry to say. Uh, Rex Morgan, of course, I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, short on laughs. <laughs> Very short on laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what they're going for. <laughs> no. Uh, they're sort of the Game of Thrones of the comics page. You know, you're never mad that Game of Thrones doesn't have big laughs in it because mm-hmm. that's not what they're trying to do. You're no. tuning in to find out what happens next in both situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, they're weaving an epic tale. Uh, so I'd like to hear Kathy, and please do lay it on me. Okay, great. Since it's Sunday, it's an extra big comic. Okay, how many panels are we talking? Four. All right, thank you. Because <laughs> I just picture four panels, guys. Okay. I got it. And Kathy, I think... Oh, that's right. Gabe, do you have any... Backstory? Backstory on Kathy? If I'm not mistaken, I think Kathy has not been in regular... Uh, I think... The writer of Kathy stopped doing it. She's retired, years ago. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this must be like a classic Kathy. Mm. Oh, the writer of Kathy being Kathy. Kathy, Kathy yeah. Guys White. Guys White. I didn't want to mispronounce her name, which so I didn't even go for it. Yeah, I may have mispronounced it. Guys White. Yeah. It was shortened. Kathy White Guys. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> White Guys. White Guys love Kathy. Okay, first panel. Looks like we're in a classroom of some sort. Nope, we're at. Lunchtime. Off <laughs> <laughs> to a great start, July. <laughs> well, it's it, Kathy's. Kathy's there. She's there with her two classmate friends. Maybe I don't know. Looks like they're scared. No, they're surprised. <laughs> There's. They say, "Aha!" And Kathy turns away from her sandwich, and she goes, "What? What?" <laughs> Before it's time. Yeah. No, Kathy was the originator of what what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Second panel. They're uh, closer into the shot now. Kathy's two friends. One of the friends says, put that down. The other says, we've come to save you from wedding panic, weight gain. Kathy replies, I'm just eating a rice cake. Okay, so she wasn't eating a sandwich. She was eating a rice cake. And she's getting married. I don't. I don't know. She's you, either getting married or going to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Wedding panic seems like it'd be more likely she's getting married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Third panel. Now we only see the heads of Kathy and her friends. One of her friends says, "We can't let you do this to yourself." The other says, "We love you, and we want to help." Kathy replies, it's a fat-free, cholesterol-free, sodium-free rice cake. Now, this is the part of uh, the comic where you get to guess what happens at the very end. Hmm. What is the punchline to this Kathy comic? I mean, to recap, it Mm -hmm. seems like uh, she's eating and her friends are being supportive uh, about... or they're trying to be supportive. Sounds like they're not being supportive. Yeah. 
Well, they're, they were worried that she was in there munching a big old chocolate cake mm-hmm. right? yeah. because she was in a state of panic and they didn't want that to happen to her, especially if she's getting married, she's not going to fit in her dress. They're right. worried. So they came in to save her from herself, but she's now defending herself saying, hey, that's not what I'm eating. I'm just having a little snack. It's a fat-free, cholesterol-free, sodium-free rice cake. I imagine that the punchline is playing off of that language in some way, something like, I mean, the you know the joke with rice cakes is always that they're fat-free, cholesterol-free, oh, taste-free. Taste right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense in the context of the story that they're telling mm-hmm. for them to insult the rice cake at this point mm-hmm. because it doesn't really resolve the wedding panic issue or mm-hmm. anything. But to go to the lengths of using three blank free things, I feel like the punchline is going to be something free. You know, uh, I don't know. Anybody else have any ideas? I, I'd i say you're probably right, Sean. I, there might be something about going, something going to their thighs. And Gabe, like, successfully guessed our last one. So this is a lot of yeah. pressure. Okay, so let's hear it. Final panel. One of Kathy's friends says, total denial. So sad. The other friend says, she had fresh fruit stashed in her purse. And that's it? And that's it. Okay, wow. Man, did I lead us astray. (laughs) So uh, what I'm thinking is they don't understand that she's actually in a good, healthy place. They don't understand... That she's eating healthy foods. All of her friends are missing the fact that that's what's going on. Yeah. And they're so convinced that she's going to be eating unhealthy. They've decided to just act that way no matter what evidence they're presented with. And I maybe could have figured that out because she says it's a rice cake in the first panel. Mm -hmm. And then she reiterates it because they've not been dissuaded by the information they already have. Yeah. Maybe they just don't know any other foods other than cake. Because it doesn't seem like they understand that rice cake is not unhealthy, or it's not healthy. Maybe, not maybe unhealthy. they were homeschooled. Mm-hmm. It's very possible they were homeschooled. Uh, that, yeah, uh, I think that 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 was. Uh, we're not missing much with with Kathy being off the air, so to speak. <laughs> um, I remember her saying "ack" a lot. Uh, the thing sweating. I remember about Kathy as as a young child is that um, there were big blocks of text. Right. You guys know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was always more dialogue in those comics than the other purely comedic ones. Right. And it sometimes would turn me off. I'd go, I'm not going to read this one because it's Mm -hmm. too many words for what usually is a pretty soft joke. Right. I mean, they're all A lot of neurotic, Mm -hmm. like neurotic ramblings, I feel like, is what... Why were these my choices? (laughs) (laughs) It's all randomized. Oh, okay. Yeah. Robo Laura Hall picks out a few yeah. mm-hmm. up front. And Man, I would have loved to see what Fox trots up to. <laughs> oh, well. Jason and the gang. <laughs> Are you all ready to hoe down? Oh, I guess it's time. I, it must be. What, uh, Robo Laura Hall, of all the uh, exciting stuff we've talked about on this show, which subject do you think is ripest for a hoedown? What do you think, Gabe? Well, my guess would be uh, the 
Bieber roast. I mean, it'll give us a chance to maybe even think of some roast jokes on the fly in song form. So right? much pressure right now. <laughs> Bieber roast it is. Great. Okay. All right. So um, as we do every week, we'll do a traditional Whose Line Is It Anyway style hoedown uh, about the Bieber roast um, with Laura Hall accompanying on piano. Hello, Sean. Are you more of a Colin Mockery or a Brad Sherwood? Oh, wow. Those are my choices. <laughs> mm. I guess I'd have to say uh, that I'm neither. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, good. That was the right answer. <laughs> I got so nervous. <laughs> Well, I like to go to Laker games and yell out beebs. No one else does it. It's just me yelling on the courtside sitting with Denzel. Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. I turned on my TV and Beaver was on the roast. There was Snoop Dogg and there was Ludacris. I don't know what they're talking about, but he really should pull his pants up, don't you think? Them old boys had a roast, made fun of Justin Bieber. Let me tell you, buddy, it made me a believer. They were telling truths, not just hinting. And then he peed in a bucket, said, fuck Bill Clinton. (laughs) And I was a little off the time. It was great. Because I was so nervous. When I was watching the Comedy Central channel There was Bieber, he wasn't wearing flannel He was on TV being made fun of And everybody had a glove Everybody had a glove Because they were going to play Catch after (laughs) Great That was really good, Sean Yeah Uh, That's very nice of you (laughs) The... Music. I knew I was off the time, but what to do once you've started, you know? <laughs> it's fine. <sighs> Barely no Timing, the rhythm of it, that's my biggest weakness. Yeah. Well, that's the least important part. I've been taking piano lessons, and it's, uh, that's the part I can't get, you know? You, you, you have been? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can learn the notes. But um, the amount of time to play the notes mm-hmm. is very important to making a song sound like you want it to. Yeah. Right. Rhythm. Uh, that... I can teach you how to play sometime. Oh, Laura, I didn't even realize. <laughs> yes, I'm sitting here with a true expert uh, talking all this trash. Yeah, that would be great if you could just give me some metronome exercises or something. Yeah, just email me. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll email you. Good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, uh, Sean, again, we really appreciate you coming and being on our little show. Well, thanks for having me, and I'm excited to know about all the trends. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you learned anything? Oh, yes. I okay. think that I'll be uh, really able to have a lot of good conversations at any cocktail party I attend <laughs> for quite some time. 
you know, with the pink chickens, yeah. there's really nothing you can bring up that's going to throw me. <laughs> great. Great. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so happy to have you. Great mm-hmm. show. Great hoedown. All around great. Besides Hollywood Handbook, which is at, on iTunes and Earwolf.com and is great week after week, every time. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you want to plug? Yeah. That question. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess. And yeah. your, what's your Twitter handle? Um, it's kind of embarrassing to say. Uh, you guys want me to say it? I don't, but they, I guess they do. <laughs> well, okay. I, you should know that I started this account when I was only like 13. So like that's why the na- I still have the name that I had back then. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's at mean banana boner sixty nine sixty nine, and that's not and that's you know uh, it's hard to find it by googling that. Uh, you can go to at Sean Clements, and uh, that'll link you to at mean banana boner sixty nine sixty nine. And I don't know why. I don't know what that even meant when I did it. Those were the America Online days. Yes, I mean that was the thing. Is like oh, first of all, you know the name. Uh, a lot of the names were taken that I wanted. So. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, follow me there. Agata, do you have anything that you like to plug at the end of the show? Um, I'm going to plug this show that we've been watching, Repeat After Me. Right. Have you seen the show? No, what is it? It's a, Gabe, you're better at explaining this. It's a prank show where Wendy McClendon Covey talks into the earpieces of celebrities and has them, uh, Like Usher and Justin Bieber. Has them do crazy stuff. To regular people who ostensibly don't know that they're on a prank show. Oh. Um, and they have to do whatever she says, and she'll mm-hmm. be like... Yes, I think I've seen a promo for it. <laughs> it's, it's, is it It's good? amazing. It's amazing. Okay, good. I'm watching Bosch, guys. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. One thing you should know about Bosch is, <laughs> sure, he respects the law, but he's not going to let it get in the way of justice. <laughs> is that Bosch good? Have you been watching it? I love it. Really? Uh, yeah, it's the most down the middle cliche like boilerplate detective show <laughs> in history. Like everything you expect to happen in like a sort of cop show uh, is happening, and I eat up all of it. It's very, uh, it's very good. I'd love to see a Bosch Boss crossover app mm-hmm. where they bring back Kelsey Grammer's character from Boss and have him meet Bosch. Tough to bring him back. Wasn't he, like, dying? Wasn't that the premise of the show? (laughs) I haven't seen it. I should. So that I know what I'm talking about when I make boss references. (laughs) Um, I could be very wrong. I think I only saw the pilot. But, yeah, boss, or maybe boss versus Bosch. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. Bosch has to take down boss. (laughs) That's a great, I, I think that sounds great. Okay, uh, July, do you want to give your plug to Roba Laura Hall? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have anything to plug. She has her own plug. Okay. I want to plug Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 out in theaters on April 17th. Cool. Is she in that movie? I don't know. Let's ask her. <laughs> um, Roba Laura Hall, do you make a, an appearance in PBMC 2? Yes, I am. Great. All right, we'll all check it out. Have a group outing. Okay. I play the Segway. Because <laughs> he's always riding around on a Segway. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And she's on Twitter now, too, if you do want to follow Robo Laura Hall. Oh, she's right. just at Robo Laura <laughs> Hall. Right. So, uh, so get on that. I completely forgot. <laughs> she should have plugged that. She really should have. Yeah. And our, our website is twb.cool. Yeah, if you have any questions for Ask Agata, which I always forget to say during the segment, uh, send them in at twb.cool slash ask or call our hotline uh, 432 High. Um, and it, thanks again to Sean for coming. And until next week, uh, bye. 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 bye.